Welcome to Home of the Brave. I'm Scott Carrier. The first time I heard Bernie Sanders was on the Diane Reem show last June, shortly after he'd announced his candidacy. She asked some tough questions and let him talk for 50 minutes. And I was like, wait a minute. It sounds like he's calling for the heads of the oligarchs, a toppling of the power structure, a full-on social revolution, which usually doesn't happen without a war where millions of people die. Sanders was proposing to do it peacefully through the democratic process, from the bottom up, an underthrowing rather than an overthrowing of power. I suppose many people, countless people, have proposed the same thing and nothing happened. But when I heard Bernie Sanders say it, I thought, maybe it'll happen now, with the dissolving middle class and so many young people, millennials, who are fucked in so many ways. They're ball and chained by student loans. They're underemployed, underinsured, living with roommates or at home. They may never have their own home or get married or have kids. And the ice caps are melting. The polar bears are dying. Young people have the most to gain from a social revolution. And young people are, by nature, revolutionary. And I thought, if Bernie Sanders can get young people to vote, Bernie Sanders can win. That was last summer. The corporate media ignored Sanders, said he didn't have a chance, so they didn't have to consider him. But really, it was because the corporate media is the mouthpiece of the 1%. It's part of the oligarchy that Bernie Sanders wants to destroy. The corporate media ignored him, and yet in 2015, Bernie Sanders raised almost $90 million from 3 million people, and polls said he would defeat Donald Trump in a runoff where Hillary Clinton would lose. I think something big is happening, and it's bigger, more important than people getting behind Barack Obama in 2008. He was black, but he was also mainstream, part of the 1%. Sanders is attacking the 1%. This hasn't happened since Eugene Debs, and they put him in prison. So last week, or 10 days ago, I drove to Iowa to see if young people would show up for the caucus. Young people usually don't show up to vote, but I thought this time it would be different and Bernie would win. Or at least that was my prediction. The first night I was there, Friday night, three days before the caucus on Monday, I went to a Sanders rally in Dubuque in a convention hall next to the Mississippi River, frozen all the way across. The audience, maybe 2,500 people, was mainly young people, or I'd say half the people were under 30. They played that song by Joan Armitrading, talking about a revolution. Then Cornell West came out and introduced Bernie Sanders. He spoke for an hour. I'll play three minutes. It is wrong when one family, the Walton family of Walmart, owns more wealth, one family, than the bottom 40% of Americans. Now, when I talk about a rigged economy, let me give you Walmart as an example. My Republican colleagues go around the country trying to divide the American people up, trying to divide the middle class from the poor. And what they say is, you see, the reason you're paying so much in taxes is you are providing all kinds of money to welfare chiselers. These poor people, they should be working, they're sitting home watching TV, taking your tax dollars. 
So let me correct the record. The biggest welfare chiseler in America is the wealthiest family in this country, the Walton family of Walmart. Now, why is that? Why is that? And here is why that is true. Today, Walmart is the largest private sector employer in America. Many, many of their employees earn wages that are just so low that they have to go on Medicaid, food stamps, and government subsidized housing which you, as middle-class taxpayers, pay for. In other words, you, through your taxes, are subsidizing the wealthiest family in America who refuse to pay their workers a living wage. So I say, I say to the Walton family, get off of welfare, pay your workers a living wage. Thank you very much. The next night, Saturday night, I went to both a Sanders and a Clinton event in Cedar Rapids. They were two hours and two miles apart, but I didn't stay for the actual speeches. I just stood in line with the crowds to see what they were like. The Sanders crowd had a lot of young people, teenagers even, and the mood was full of anticipation. Everybody talking and laughing like something big was going to happen. The Clinton crowd, in comparison, was definitely older and seemed uptight. The polls were saying the race was too close to call, and maybe they didn't like the idea of Hillary losing again. I left the Clinton event before it even started, and then drove south to Iowa City, where the Sanders campaign was putting on a concert on the University of Iowa campus. Some bands were going to play, and then Bernie was going to speak. I thought I could get there by the time he spoke, and I did. But the place was packed with students, and I couldn't get in. So I waited until it was over and talked to some coming out. Do you mind if I talk to you? Go, yeah. All right, good. So there was music, there were groups playing tonight? Yes. Were they good groups? or what Amazing. Were... Oh, yeah, they're yes. so good. Vampire Weekend all the way. My lady was Jill. Great. Yeah. So what do you like about Sanders? Legalize weed. Really? <laughs> All for it. All right. Um, I believe in equal rights for everyone, and racism needs to end. How many people were there? Um, I would say a lot. It was crowded. I'm not even sure if they let everyone in because the lines were, like, crazy. Are people your age, are they going to vote for Sanders or Clinton, do you think? Sanders. Sanders. Bernie. Bernie. We're feeling the burn. Do you know anybody who, who's going to vote for Clinton? Yes. I know a few people, and the reason they want to is they definitely want to see a woman president. And I, as much as I would like to see a woman on the leader of the free world, it's just what I've known about her, like some of the shady stuff with money, it's just hard to trust someone like that. Your generation's known for not showing up. I mean, not your generation specifically, but young people in general yeah. don't show up. Do you think that'll change this time? 
I think because of how like social media has played out, like la- like the last election, you definitely saw a boost in social media. But this has really been the social media race, like Bernie, Hillary, even the Republicans getting out there on Snapchat. And so we're really getting more of in touch, like who are they, what they stand for. And so I definitely think we're going to see a major turnout of millennials. What's the difference between what Clinton is doing on social media and Sanders, do you know? Uh, Sorry, I know I'm talking a lot. From what I see with Clinton, she's trying to be like, yo, what's up, young folks? And she's just talking to us like we don't understand. While Bernie's actually getting out there and he's telling us, yo, these are my stances. This is what I believe in, and I hope you guys believe in this too. While Clinton, one of her tweets was like, describe how college debt makes you feel in three emojis. And it's like, come on, girl. Like, that's not really connecting to me. I want someone who treats me with respect. And I feel like Bernie is actually going out there and treating the people with respect. How does college debt make you feel? Uh, pretty shitty. <laughs> Amen. We definitely feel the hurt from it, and it's just really scary to think about that. I'm going to be in debt for so long. Like, my parents just finished paying off theirs, I feel like, five years ago. And so it's just, it's crazy. Wow. Where are you going now? Food. food. Getting something to eat. To sit down. I'm going to sit down. (laughs) (laughs) How come everybody's going that way? Downtown. 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 That's where the party's at. Tell me your name. Oh, I'm Sammy. Claire, 18, still in high school. How come you don't want to tell me your last names? Mercia, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Sammy Rocks, follow me on Twitter. S A M I. Downtown, there was a pedestrian mall, two streets crossing at an open square, and next to that square, amid college students wandering in and out of bars, there was a group of five or six guys and one young woman arguing about the candidates. Or as I got closer, I realized it was mainly one guy, Zach Meyer, who wasn't drunk, trying to convince four other guys who were drunk that they should vote for Bernie Sanders. This is Zach. He was there with his sister, Marissa. So I like Bernie, so let me start off. I I was a Republican my whole life. Due to, you know, following what my parents believed. How old are you now? uh, 21. And uh, I feel like, you know, most people support a certain candidate because they, they listen to what their parents say. Their whole life, they're raised in what their parents believe in, and they don't actually research for themselves until they become, you know, about of college age. And you start to form your own opinion, and you start to see that certain things are uh, false, and you start to see that you've been actually living a lie for a while. Okay, uh, all right, so yeah. tell me how that happened for you, that changed, like, specifically, if you can. What, how, what happened? Uh, so I started to uh, listen to Bernie Sanders uh, right when he announced his presidency. And uh, I started to watch them on YouTube. I don't listen to the mainstream media because pretty much it's all bought by billionaires. Fox News. I was big into Fox News. I thought O'Reilly was so good. I, I thought I thought Megyn Kelly was, man, sh- all these Fox News people, they're so right. War, war, war. But then, you know, CNN, I never, ever watched any Democrat because my parents were Republicans. So I was like, okay. But then I started looking at... Uh, new sites around the world and I started looking at people's opinion and how everyone thought bad of America and just bad and then and and then I started researching more about the war and policies and I started to see that uh, pretty much you know we go to war for oil we go to war for resources we don't go to war for terrorists 
It's it, it's not about tears. It's about resources and power. Steve, Steve. So your parents sent you to college, and then you became corrupted. Is that what they think? Oh yeah, trust me. I say I'm for Bernie, and you know they have their you know they're open to it, but they're 100% Republican, and um, and yeah, this is my sister right here who is for Marco Rubio. So do you want to talk about Rubio? And what, what the, or what's, is there something happening in There's the family? There's really happening in the family. Like he said, we've always grown up Republicans, and it's just kind of been one of those things where I kind of kept the views because I personally think it's okay, and I've taken a lot of um, political classes here at Iowa, and I've had to do many papers over candidates, especially, like, going to school during this time. You know, you're living, you know, we're actually, like, here during the presidency, and... What do you like about Rubio? Um, m mainly his foreign policy plan, I think. He... I think that taking away from the military is just the worst decision ever, and I think that we need to build it up and not tear it down. And so you guys disagree on that? Well, I no. don't know. Do you not? I agree with having a strong uh, military, but I don't agree with going to wars and having 500,000 uh, of our veterans having PTSD and having veterans, you know, killing themselves every single day because they literally had to go to a war and kill people and experiencing or experience the worst things possible on a daily basis and have a stress at the highest level on a daily basis for what? No nuclear weapons that George Bush said. He literally, we went to war because nuclear weapons they have them we are gonna die oh my god fox news they weapons of mass it. destruction weapons of mass destruction but did they no they didn't have anything and contained it it needs to be contained because if it wouldn't weapons of mass destruction that's what they said that's why ran, we, went we just to war. we just reapproved their program to basically like make the resources possible for them to make them i mean if we didn't that contain fox it news we, went, we don't point. know what would happen fox though. news plays on the fear of certain Americans. Okay, let's not, let's move off of the war yeah. thing for a second. So, do you know anybody like you who's sort of switched in their thinking? Oh, yeah. I spend hours and hours a day, um, you know, posting, uh, get, getting in touch with, you know, thousands and thousands of people online. The Internet's the most powerful tool, and that's why Bernie's winning. Have, what do you use to post? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Reddit's a big one. Uh, to be honest, in my Snapchat. opinion, I feel like uh, Bernie Sanders resonates so well with people because, I mean, he does have good views. I'll admit that. I'm not completely opposed to him just because he's a Democrat and a socialist. I don't care. But I think people... He's a Democratic socialist. Okay. Whatever. I think people despise Hillary Clinton so much that whether it's from her husband and everything and just like her past policies and, you know, the whole Benghazi thing, I just think she's not fit to lead our nation and I think a lot of people agree with that. And if you've seen she's received 125 million dollars in speaking fees since 2001 which right. are bribes. Yeah. yeah. Bribes. What do you think the caucus is going to be like in Dubuque that are you, you're going to go to the I Republican? Caucus here. Yeah, oh, caucus here. Oh, what, what do you think Dubuque. it's going to be? I'm trying to choose one to go to on Monday. I can only go to one. So What's it going to be like in Dubuque? I mean, here you're going to have a bunch of students. This town is going to be, you know, this town, from what I've seen, is Bernie. If you saw the line, there is a minute and a half hyper video on my phone. Blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks. It crosses the street, and then it goes this way and that way. Blocks and blocks. It is literally... We saw uh, Josh yeah, Hutchinson from the Hunger Games tonight. I've, I have a picture with him on Here, my phone. He literally walked right, right out of the Sheridan. He's one of the musicians. Right he's, no, uh, he was in the Hunger he, Games. He's he in the Hunger Games. The Pita movie. From the Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah. So the main character. I was like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "I'm here supporting Bernie Sanders for president." I was like, "Me too. Me too." So in Dubuque, what's going to happen at the caucus? 
Bernie's going to have a lot of supporters. I mean, you know, the numbers show it's as as they get older, they start supporting Hillary Clinton. Yeah. But look at it. They've those people are not used to the internet. Those people have listened to the news and been just you know, not brainwashed, but I'm looking for the word They've just heard the same information for 40 and 50 years. It's integrated in their brain. Bernie supporters are young. We have the internet. We're able to look at third-party sources, look at other sources than just the news. Okay, my name is uh, Dave Baker. I'm the uh, caucus chair. On Monday night, I went to Zach's caucus in Dubuque. So, uh, first thing we'll do is called the caucus to order. So the caucus is called to order. The old part of Dubuque, the downtown, is next to the Mississippi River, and the new part, the suburban sprawl, is up on the hills that drop away to the river. The meeting was in the suburban sprawl area in an old supermarket that had become a bingo hall run by the Society for the Blind, big enough for three precincts to meet, about a thousand people all together in the room. Heck of a turnout, I can tell you. I thought 2008 was going to be the all-time record, but uh, I think we blew it away. The room was divided down the middle. Clinton supporters on one side, Sanders supporters on the other. O'Malley people backed up against the wall until it was clear there wasn't enough of them, and they joined either Sanders or Clinton. All of those people that are here to caucus for Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State, go here as far as you can. From here up, please. Hillary Clinton. From here up. Anybody here for uh, uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, go back here. Oh, try to get together as a group as much as you can over there, because you're going to want to talk to each other. Yep. All right? So get over there. The Clinton side had more people by about 15%. And a lot of them, I'd say even most of them, were 70 years or older while on the Sanders side, there weren't really that many young people. Zach showed up with two of his friends, and there were other young people, but not that many. Uh, take the number of members in, within the group, and that within, within a group, yep. so that's one, 113 times 10 divided by 176. The precinct captains counted the bodies and did the math, and Clinton won all three precincts, 6 to 5, 6 to 4. Five to three. I spoke with Zach afterwards. So, what did you think about the turnout tonight? It was, uh, you know, as I said, stunning. There was uh, so many people here. I, I just couldn't believe it. It was uh, an awesome experience. No matter how it, you know, the results came out. And so, how did your precinct come out? Uh, we came out getting uh, five delegates, and Hillary got six. But, all right, so how will you feel if, you know, it comes out about like that 6 to 5, 6 to 4, Hillary wins the state? I mean, it's just, I, I just can't support Hillary. I definitely can't support any Republicans, but, I mean, the Hillary supporters were all older people. I, I, they I were pretty old, yeah. well, over 70, yeah, a lot I of mean, them. Pretty much every single one was, you know, of uh, an older generation, but... Bernie Sanders had a lot of young people just like, you know, it, he was talking about. I can only imagine in Iowa City or, you know, towns where there's actually more young people. Yeah. I mean, well, what do you think now? What are, what are you going to do now? I'm going to go home. Uh, I'm going to go on all the Bernie pages and update people. Uh, you know, people all around the country are just begging me to be posting stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was awesome to be here. I'm 
proud to support Bernie Sanders. So Sanders didn't win, and I was wrong. But of the young people who did show up, those ages 18 to 29, 84% of them voted for Sanders, and he almost won. It was as close as it could get, coming down to coin tosses, and in the end, Hillary was awarded the victory by the Iowa Democratic Committee. We'll see what happens in New Hampshire, and it will be interesting to see how the corporate media covers the Sanders campaign from here on out, because it seems like they're going to have to. Thanks for listening. Home of the Brave, like the Sanders campaign, is funded by individual contributions, which is a good thing, because I'm not beholden to any corporate sponsors, and I can say and do what I want. I think it works pretty well, and I feel very grateful to have gotten this far. Thank you very much to those who have donated. The website with the donate buttons is homebrave.com. That's homebrave.com. Thanks for listening.